once in an age, humanity makes a discovery so profound and powerful that it changes the course of history forever. However, it is the hands that hold such discoveries that choose the destination. friends at Avant have been making crazy fast progress on their exclusive to ultra play to earn game Ilarium. If you haven't been following them on Twitter, you should stop right now and go do that. They drop the most awesome hints and previews. Some of those previews are worth talking about a bit more in depth, so I invited Oscar to tell us a bit more about what they've been planning and building. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Oscar. Hi, Rami. Thanks for having me back. Appreciate it. For anybody that missed the last episode, could you just kind of give us an overview of what your role is within Avant Labs? Sure thing. So yeah, um, my role is uh, Chief Creative Officer, um, in that sense, uh, CCO. So what I'm doing is I'm overseeing everything to do on the art side, the vision um, and direction, um, in both design from the marketing perspective, to in-game, to the NFTs, uh, so everything art-related, even on the sound side as well, overseeing all those different departments and making sure they all tie up together to the overall vision of Elarium. Um, how has the pace of development been going? Are you guys happy with the progress being made? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, the thing is, there's always ups and downs, right, in any project. But I have to say that we've had a very, very good, strong pace going, and we've had a lot of learnings we're making some small internal mistakes which are good because you see the bigger picture and uh, learn from those little mistakes how you can improve them and then two weeks later you realize okay that's really good that we went through the 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 hard times because now the final result is coming out much stronger and better and uh, learning a lot from doing a lot of iterations from any of the artwork that we're doing on any stage and to really make sure that everything sits together nicely and uh, fulfills our, let's say, goal in both on the emotional side of the vision and um, to to really hit that target that we feel about uh, the the overall perspective of Elarium. Well, that's, that's really kind of what all development processes are. I know it's true of like software development, but it's also true of design where you go through permutations, iterations to get to kind of like the thing that you envisioned uh, like when you first started the process and you do one version and then another version and eventually you get to kind of the thing that fits that vision, right? Oh yeah, 100%. And I mean, the funny thing is kind of like when you start off, you always, you have one, let's say you have a vision in your mind um, and on a project like this, you're relying on so many different, you're relying on so many different artists from from each unique thing, and that that whole thing comes together as the final piece. So it's going to hit that target, but it's never going to be exactly as that initial vision um, in in a, in a positive sense, like not a negative sense. But uh, but the 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 good thing is that the only person that knows that is, for example, myself in a sense, you know, because, <laughs> and it's minute, <laughs> but uh, it does hit that target. And um, the 
really great thing about it is sometimes or actually a lot of times it over it like it surpasses that target you know you you start to see the the uh individual expression from each artist so if we have one artist focusing on let's say uh on our human characters we have the exosuit so how the exosuit is is done uh in in details and certain details that i didn't even think about and of course that artist being specialized in hard surface modeling um managed to to push that boundary f further than what i'd originally thought about and then surpasses uh, and it surprises me in a really really positive way and that that is like for me so rewarding um and getting that feedback loop going across the whole team and everyone motivating each other feeding off from each other because you kind of have someone does one thing and that inspires the next artist in the line and then they start collaborating working together and sharing thoughts and ideas and uh even uh trickling down to having late night conversations on slack uh with uh, one of our concept artists uh talking about a specific location in the map and why is that happening and the whole philosophy behind it and that starts to uh spark ideas in my side of like okay you know that could actually fit really well into the lore and that describes uh this part of the lore better you know and so the dots start to interconnect and come together very very organically i would say i, I actually i wanted to cover three tweets that your team has made since the last time that you guys were on the show and the first one is about lore so I think that the lore of a game is kind of the conceptual backdrop that the actual gameplay happens around. And for many games, it is more or less the core mechanic. So to my mind, it is the difference between a dry technical experience and one that is memorable and emotionally satisfying, right? I wanted to talk to you about how the Alarian team is going about building the lore. So um, the way we approach it initially is before before even starting on any side of the art side was ha setting a foundation for the lore uh, that kind of will allow us to tie everything in together. So we started plotting out different ideas and thoughts and concepts. And once we had a, let's say a backbone that, um, that makes sense and interconnects everything to, to, to on, on a superficial level and macro scale, that's when we started to be able to justify the artistic direction for each part and um then after that as we've progressed we basically uh along with the game design uh, side uh so okay so if we want to hit this and this target within the game design we want this and this functionality um we need to justify that in the lore and that needs to connect but it needs to be in a natural way without being forced in there so there's some tweaks that are happening then in the lore to make that, to accommodate that, but also to, let's say, amplify each of those things. So it makes more sense. And so there's a romanticism behind it. And for me, that's the most interesting thing with the lore, because it's kind of, um, if I'm just reusing the word, is really romanticizing the the whole experience in a sense, instead of like, like as you said, you have, instead of just setting functionality, you know, there's a lot of players who will go in and, play the game and not interested in lore. But for example, from my perspective, I know that if I would be going in, I'd be very, very interested to know about the lore because I want to understand why is that happening, how, and um, it gets me more interested. And on top of on top of all that, having a strong lore um, and building that universe 
allows for further expansion. And that's one of our main goals as well, is to be able to not just build something and they're saying, okay, that's that's it, that's finished. You know, that's Ilarium. Like, no, Ilarium can always grow and develop uh, into this huge universe. What What are your biggest influences? My biggest influences, I would say our biggest influences overall are, um, it would be a mix. I mean, I'm a, I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. Um, Many people, many friends of mine all know that. Uh, but uh, I would say, so, yeah, Star Wars is definitely a big influence. Dune would be another influence, um, especially on the... Um, there, there, There's a certain charm to Dune, to Dune that it's just um, has this realism. And right. what I love about it as well is that it has an approach to things where it could be future or past. And... I'm, uh, I really, really like that. And um, it has a lot of grounding. There's a lot of grounding behind it. So this is something that I, one of the elements I really try to put into, into Larium is it has a grounding feeling. It's not overblown. We try not to overblow it. So really that it feels um, approachable and it feels, uh, I mean, it is science fiction, of course, but it could be plausible. You know, it could be plausible. So interconnecting it. So uh, how why the maps in specific locations there's a reason behind it why um everything has to interconnect you know and um also other influences i would say would be halo could be an an, an influence too but more on the artistic direction but story wise coming back to it i would say star wars definitely and yeah june uh star trek has been another one of uh, of my influences also I'm a, I'm a big Star Trek fan, actually. Huge nerd, huge nerd. Yeah, same, same. You know, it's 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 the um, yeah, it's it's a combination of of different kinds of 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 things coming together to it, right? That that really build that whole, and um, that's what really makes something I, I'd, I'd say unique in a sense. Because uh, funny enough, I heard also from a. Um, a uh, writer I was working with uh, was explained to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's maybe like seven or eight fundamental types of stories. And right. those stories are always re repeated, but they're just used in different proportions, right? And it's depending how you combine them together uh, will create that unique element, what you're doing. So I guess that kind of covers the macro. Maybe we jump into something which is more focused, more micro. You guys dropped a, uh, you guys you guys dropped a tweet about uh, the design process for a sniper rifle. I'll, of course, link to all of this below in the description. I think that it's super cool to watch the design process for weapons within the game. Can you talk a bit about how you're approaching this and what your design goals are? Uh, so our design goals um, overall is to really favor both factions. So we have uh, Zoth on one side, and we have the uh, Reavers. So we need to have a distinction between them. So they're very easily distinguished um, and uh, that each of them have their unique characteristics. So you'd see on the reverse side, um, you'd see more makeshift uh, approaches to the, the suits, the weapons, helmets, everything, uh, specifically the weapons. Um, and on the Zoff side, which is more, let's say, the corporate kind of feeling, because in the lore, um, it starts as a corporate entity. Uh, and develops into this faction. Um, they obviously have they have more of a let's say sleek, 
clean design. It's like prefabricated. It's it's like on an industrial scale. Um, and the specific sniper that you, uh, they're mentioning that we tweeted about is actually a Zoff sniper. So if you look at it, you can see it's um, it has a very sleek design, clean, um, and it's very function driven. You know, uh, with a huge eye for detail behind it. Um, and yeah, I would say these are the two main characteristics that we, we try to really focus on the, on the artistic side um, that will really complement everything. The last thing that I wanted to cover today was NFT resources. So you guys dropped a tweet about uh, the energy source in the known universe. It's really beautiful and it's an interesting visual design. I wanted to talk how about about how you go about designing them to be interesting and appealing both as gaming elements and as NFTs, because they're kind of both, right? They live in both worlds. Exactly. So um, the easiest way to kind of describe it, uh, to, to hit the target there between those two worlds, because of course, yeah, like you said, you have one side we are we are targeting, uh, we have, we're working with the, the crypto community and there's a certain taste right behind it and then there's also a specific taste in on the well, i wouldn't say specific but uh on the fps side uh in gaming there's a certain taste uh that was appealing right so funny enough we actually are hitting both by um the commonality of let's say uh like like ability of colors um and uh, satire so if you might have noticed, we did in our cinematic trailer for humans, uh, there is a sense of humor behind it. There is a there's a from right. choice of music to to the narration, uh, the the character um, narration that's happening, the dialogues. Um, there is a human element of, you know, is this is not taken too serious, um, and that really connects to the crypto community. And at the same time, it also connects to the gaming community because, I mean, we we do like serious stuff, you know, like, uh, but at the same time, we are human and uh, being too serious just gets sterile. And um, so we're really adding that one element of satire to it. And then on the design element, of course, uh, on the skins, I would say for the NFT collection, uh, the colors are um very let's say strong and impactful um with a um strong saturation to it in hue um and very very distinctive um even the combination how they work so we spent a huge i mean uh an insane amount of time uh in building um from the tech art side in uh, building our um the nft generative system that we're using uh, from the ground up um, using Python, where we can literally, you know, for each section, really decide, okay, you know what, I want to have this kind of camouflage on the weapon, but I want this kind of co uh, color combination. And I want a color gradient that's happening. Um, I want to be exactly 35 black to 70 uh, to 65% uh, to going to white or to yellow. Um, and then having that unique uh, flexibility to, to to make changes and stuff has allowed us to really create the unique skin elements behind each part, um, which then complements to the, the whole NFT collection look. Uh, the, and making sure as well, of course, with this whole thing that um, each 
possible outcome each nft that will come out will be um like stamped an approval like from from our design perspective you know that's a nothing comes out that we're like eh, it doesn't really hit you know it has to really has to hit home it has to feel good and and feel unique and special um to each kind of character that will come up your enthusiasm for this stuff is really infectious oh i do appreciate that you know it's i i have to say i mean it's like it is an immense amount of work but it's the rewarding element of um creative outcome when you see it come together and on a teamwork te uh, te uh, teamwork side because i mean i'm sitting most of my days here in this in this studio office uh from a computer you know and it's a huge amount of emails slack uh calls meetings taking notes making charts uh writing down story uh ideas um going through different references and uh bouncing back and forth to each different uh department on the game side to the art side to uh on the, with tech art uh for the nft side for example then to sound and uh, each one is separate they have their unique uh let's say uh element to them that's both good uh like fun and also sometimes a bit boring you know it's like anything but when yeah. they all come together uh it's it's definitely insanely rewarding um and also is the, the rewarding element i would say uh it's the gratitude and positive feedback getting back from the community uh you know because you, you know you kind of make a post and then you see uh positive comments coming back and uh and also sometimes really good questions and um yeah that's that's like a massive motivation and i really i'm i am counting the days i cannot wait till the point that we will start on the early access uh with uh the game um with larium because i feel this this will be like the big turning point like really kickstart the engines to a whole nother level of course with the nft collection coming out very soon just around the corner actually um which we'll be announcing uh this is the next big step that we're coming through but uh as i said yeah counting those days down to the to uh early access because um i really can't wait i know that you're a really busy guy and i really really appreciated your time today so thanks again perfect thank you and uh thanks for everyone for listening take care Thank you.